This is episode 24.2 of Oh My God, What the Fuck Bible, a new, much funnier translation of the entire Hebrew Bible written by me, David Tuckman. I'm coming to you from my living room, slickly edited over some room tone to make it sound like I'm whispering to you before the show. Each month on the podcast, a guest joins me to read as much of my own personal translation of the Old Testament as they can while I make fun of it. This month, I'm joined by Jewish rapper extraordinaire Why Love as we read I Was Revealed, a.k.a. Va'era, the second portion in the book of Exodus, which I call Names. The next live show will be at Beauty Bar in New York City on October 27th with Richie Groner at 8 p.m. and online soon after. Enjoy! Previously in the Bible. When Avram was 99 years old, Jehovah appeared to him. I am El Shaddai, God said. You and the generations that follow you shall make me your God. In return, I will give you the land in which you are now a stranger. The entire count of souls of House Yaakov going to Mitzrayim was 70. A new king rose over Mitzrayim. The Mitzrayim enslaved the Hebrews. One of Jehovah's messengers appeared to Moshe as a mass of flame inside a bush. Elohim called to Moshe from inside the bush. I am the Elohim of your fathers, the Elohim of Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. Go to Paro and take my nations from Mitzrayim. Moshe and Aaron went to Paro. Please let us go. Don't give the people straw to make their bricks like you did yesterday in the day before Pyro commanded his slave drivers, the sons of Israel saw how screwed they were. For thousands of years, we've been under the impression the Bible was meant to be taken seriously. Finally, a new translation that'll change all that. This is Oh My God, What the Fuck Bible! Yeah! Let's do number 14, in which Moshe wastes our time for an entire chapter. Exodus 6.10 to 6.13. Six, one, three. Uh, Come, Hashem said to Moshe, go talk to Pharaoh, king of Mitzrayim, and he'll send the sons of Yisrael from his land. Oh my God, there's no setting in this chapter whatsoever. Okay. <laughs> this is actually the beginning to every piece of civil rights legislation that's ever gone through Congress. <laughs> just saying. Um, Didn't know the that. The sons of Yisrael, yeah. Go talk to the governor of Alabama and tell him to... All right, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> The sons of Yisrael didn't listen to me, Moshe said. How will Pharaoh listen to me? My lips are clogged. So the word used here for lips are clogged is very similar to the word used for foreskin, but talking about foreskin and lips is just too easy, so let's keep going. You picked the perfect guess for that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hashem commanded Moshe and Aaron to go to the sons of Yisrael and the king of Mitzrayim to take the sons of Yisrael out of Mitzrayim. Okay, just some pointless verses. Let's do chapter 15 in which there is yet another list of names, Exodus 6.14 to 6.27, and hopefully we'll get to some plots soon. These are the heads of their father's houses. No, no idea what these pronouns are for, but okay. Ruvain, firstborn of Yisrael. Chanoch, um, Falu. It's just the Jew necessities, the simple Jew necessities. Forget about your worry and your strife. So... Because Falu, if Falu told somebody about what they need to do to convert, it would be called the Gare Necessities. <sighs> I'm so sorry, because Gare means, never mind. Chetzron, Charmi, Shimon, Yemuel, Yamin, Ohad, Yachin, Sochar, and Shaul, the son of the Canaanite woman. So some suggest that the Canaanite woman refers to Dina, Shimon's sister, with whom he had sex after murdering her lover, Shem. 
Levy, who lived 137 years. Sure. Let's talk about Google Calico, which is working on defeating death completely for good. Google slash Calico will be up eventually. Um, Kahat, uh, 133 years. And his sister Kibbanit? Amram. He took his co cousin Yochavit as his woman, and they had 137 years. Moshe, Aharon, he took Elisheva, the daughter of Aminadav, sister of Nachshon, as his woman. They had Nadav, Avihu, Elazar, he took a woman from the daughters of Putiel. So supposedly Putiel is Joseph. And had Pinchas, Itamar, Yitzhar, had Korach, who had Asir. I don't know what that joke is supposed to be, but I don't get it now. Elkanah, so. <laughs> Aviasab, Nefeg. Nefeg sounds like the name of a brand of cough syrup. Zichri, Chevron. Which is the name of a brand of gas. Uh, Uziel. Like the gun. Mishael, El Safan, Citri, Merari, Machli, Mushi. Oh my god. That's the family of Levi. Oh, I feel like we got sidetracked from that this story. That's who Aaron and Moshe, the ones who Hashem said, take the sons of Yisrael from the land of Mitzrayim according to their legion. Oh. They're the ones who spoke to Pharaoh and king of Mitzrayim to take the sons of Yisrael from Mitzrayim. They're Moshe and Aaron. Okay, chapter 15. Let's do chapter 16, in which we are somehow still discussing what God wants Moshe to do. Exodus 6:28 to 7:7. During the day. Hashem spoke to Moshe in Mitzrayim. It kind of seems like Jehovah interrupts Moshe every time he's about to actually confront Pharaoh. I am Hashem, Hashem said to Moshe. Say everything I say to you to Pharaoh, king of Mitzrayim. Oh, there's more. I messed up, Moshe said to Hashem. How will Pharaoh listen to me? Look, Hashem said to Moshe, I've made you like an Elohim over Pharaoh. So Elohim also means judge, which could be what it is. He's Pharaoh's judge. Your brother Aaron will be your prophet. You'll say everything I commanded you, and your brother Aaron will say it to Pharaoh. Then Pharaoh will send the sons of Yisrael from his land. I will harden Pharaoh's heart and make a whole lot of signs and wonders in Mitzrayim. Pharaoh won't listen to you. You just said he would. Okay. So I'll put my hand in Mitzrayim and take my legions, my nation, the sons of Yisrael, out of Mitzrayim for furious vengeance. When I stretch my hand over Mitzrayim and take the sons of Yisrael out, Mitzrayim will know that I am Hashem. Moshe and Aaron did what Hashem <laughs> commanded them. They did it. Moshe was 80 and Aaron was 83 when they spoke to Pharaoh. Bible people are old. That's chapter 16. Let's do chapter 17. Are you guys ready for chapter 17? Are you pumped <laughs> for things to happen? That was really kind of boring. This is chapter 17 in which Moshe has a staff-waving contest with some magicians. Exodus 7, 8 to 7, 24. Okay, check it. When Pharaoh says to you, show us some magic, Hashem said to Moshe. Oh, so this is where the magic happens. Tell Aaron to take his staff. I don't believe you didn't have nothing there. Take it, tell Aaron to take his staff we, and throw we, it at Pharaoh. <laughs> then run away. It'll be hilarious. We got through so many staff It'll jokes turn into time. a snake. So the word used here is tanin, uh, which in Genesis might mean sea monster. Some people think it means dragon here or lizard, but the usual translation is just snake. So that's what it is right now. Moshe and Aaron went to Pharaoh and did what Hashem commanded them. Standing before Pharaoh and his slaves, Aaron threw his staff and it turned into a dragon. So again, this is not the same word as before, way back when, when God was demonstrating to Moshe. That was Nachash. The Ibn Ezra says this is crocodile. So let's say it's dragons. Moshe is having a dragon fight in Egypt. <laughs> That's 
I, I decided... I mean, whatever, because another translation of it is dinosaur. So, I mean, exactly. like, we could go... I mean, we can go we there. We can go all the way. <laughs> I just like to think of Moshe as a desert wizard. Love it. <laughs> the black Gandalf. Uh, exactly. Pharaoh <laughs> called his wise men and sorcerers in. The magicians of Mitzrayim did the same thing with their spells. Sure. Each man threw his staff, and they turned into dragons. Aaron's staff devoured theirs. They all had to get new staffs. Tulliver was furious. I can't. I you can't, can't. There's a docking joke in there. <laughs> I've, been to the, I've been to parties in the village that turned into this. Um, so people's hard, hard, staff turns into dragons? Is uh, that no, when, once they throw their staff, they turn into dragons. Um, they didn't Farrell's spit fire, hard, did they? He didn't hear them, just like Hashem said. It's almost as though Jehovah could see the future. Pharaoh's heart is hard now, Hashem told Moshe. That's not the only thing that's hard. The wooden staff is also. It's I'm so... <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to let my people go. It's like, it's just like God to blame Paro for something he did. Okay. Not now, but in the morning, go to Pharaoh. Uh, they're still in the thrummer, maybe, but God is just talking to them. It's He'll be going out to the water. So according to Rashi, the uh, medieval French sage, Paro had to maintain a belief that he was divine, that he was from God. So he would sneak out to the water each morning to pee. So Moshe and Aaron are interrupting his one and only bathroom trip. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, other commentaries say that it wasn't number one that he was doing in the Nile, oh, which was man. why you didn't want to be downstream from Pharaoh. <laughs> Maybe that's how it turned to blood. Uh, Mm. <laughs> Not going there. Meet him on the riverbank. Make sure that you have the staff that turned into a snake in your hand. <laughs> oh, God. So there... Let's just keep going. Oh, no. Please. Please. <laughs> well, no, this is not even a joke. There, uh, maybe there are two staffs. One is Moshe and one is Aaron's. Uh, Moshe's turns into a snake and Aaron's becomes a tanin or a dragon or whatever. Um, or they both get hard. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Hashem, Elohim of the Hebrews, you'll say to him, sent us to you to tell you, send my people so that they can do my work in the desert. So can you really imagine an 83-year-old man leading a mass exodus? Pablo was probably just looking out for the Hebrews. He was like, this guy is too old. He's not going to last. You haven't listened. This will show you that I am Hashem. Uh, keep going. So, <laughs> I'll hit the water in the river with my... With the, I'll hit the water in the river with the staff in my hand and it'll turn into blood. This is Moshe speaking to Pharaoh. Exactly. There's the, a lot the of... The fish in the river will die. The river will putrefy. And Mitzray That sounds like a Harry Potter reference. Yes. The <laughs> river will putrefy, and Mitzrayim will exhaust itself trying to drink from the river. Then, turn to your brother Aaron, Hashem said to Moshe. Tell him, take your staff and put it at Mitzrayim's water. It's rivers, canals, and ponds. Every body of water. It, that would take forever. It, they will become blood. This is turning into a Bond villain kind of move, but all right. In, this, in all of Mitzrayim, in its trees and its rocks, there will be blood. There will be blood. So, <laughs> it's been a while since we've done this. My name is Moses, and this is my brother and partner, Aaron. If I say a messianic figure, I think you'll agree. Exactly. <laughs> Moshe and Aaron did, ex did exactly as Hashem commanded. They raised their staff and struck the water in front of Pharaoh, his slave. They skipped the ultimatum completely and just went for it. All the, all the, all the water in the river turned to blood. The fish in the river, all the water in the river turned to blood. The fish in the river died. And 
Mitzrayim couldn't drink from it. The blood flowed throughout Mitzrayim. Which, on the plus side, means they had a really good irrigation and plumbing system. So that's they got the blood that blood flowed everywhere. Yeah, that means there was nowhere that didn't have blood. Right. Inside. See, that's Talmudic logic. Uh, <laughs> Mitzrayim's magicians did the same thing with their spells. Oh my God! How? So Rashi explains that last time the magicians used demonic spells. This time they used sorcery, which makes sense. Pharaoh's heart hardened, and he didn't listen to Moshe and Adog, <laughs> just like Hashem said. Pharaoh turned and went home. He gave zero fucks about this shit. Um, the water in the river was undrinkable. All of Mitzrayim dug around the river, searching for water to drink. Now think about this. All of the rivers just turned to blood. Yep. There's blood flowing everywhere. There's no water anymore. Mitzrayim's magicians did the same thing with their spells. What? They changed it to blood. It's already blood. <laughs> yeah. So what? They changed it to water and then back to They blood? went to Syria, got some water, <laughs> brought it in. Brought it in, changed... Hey, check this out. everything else out. Well, no, brought the, all of that water and changed that to blood. Well, that's why you got to doubt what they actually did, because they just covered it up and was like, hey, remember this river over here? Now it's blood. You thought that was a waterfall? No, more No, blood. no, no. Blood, blood. That's all we've got time for this week. If you like the show, please find us on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and the web. Or drop me a line at omgwtfbible at gmail.com. And please share the show with all your friends and rate and review it on iTunes. It really helps. But most of all, be sure to listen to the next episode, because next time, in the Bible... They've already established the Office of Blood Management, and uh, they're... <laughs>